You are now listening to Fancy Plans and Things Radio. It's Friday. It's Friday. Yes, hunty. It is Friday, baby. It is your girl queen's favorite day of the week. If you are just now tuning into Fancy Plans and Things Radio, I'm your host, Queen. Thank you for joining me this week. We usually have episodes every week, but there are times that sometimes we don't have an episode. So mostly we have episodes every week. So make sure you tune in. If you are not following the Instagram fancy plans and things radio, you should be because you will be updated there, whether there is an episode not going to be up this week. I'm going to go ahead and give that disclaimer now because I have been on the struggle bus lately. (laughs) No, but I'm really just out here trying to live life. Um, if you are an oldie but a goodie, okay, oldie but a goodie, you always tune in every Friday, hanging out with your girl Queen, listening to the show, supporting all those good things. Welcome back, baby. Y'all, can you tell that I'm in a good mood? I'm in a really good mood. And I will go ahead and tell you guys why. It is because me and the hubs, the honey, we are getting ready to go on a little vacay and we haven't been anywhere since 2018 and we had plans to travel in 2020 and then of course Rona hit and Rona was like, girl, you ain't going nowhere, okay? You're going to be quarantined, quarantine day. That's what, you know, 2020 was all about. Um, which was really good because 2020 was like a rough year again with the Rona and all of that. But it was also a really good year because Hubs was like off from work for a few months. We were together. I feel like in that time, it really like helped our relationship. And um, let me know if you guys would like Mr. Fancy to come on the show, like kind of give y'all some deets, a behind the scenes story about me and Mr. Fancy. Let me know if you guys want that. Um, but yeah, welcome back to you guys to the show. All of you guys, if you're just tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, but yeah, I'm in a really good mood because we're going on vacay next week. We leave on Monday and I'm so excited for it. Um, and we're going to be gone for like three to four days and I'm just super excited to just chill out. We got this really little cozy Airbnb and I'm really excited. But we needed like some time away, like out of our apartment and just just have some fun and just like do a little shopping. And because we're like saving money and doing all these things and like trying to like figure out um, the best options for us as in buying a house and figuring all these things out. Woo, honey, being an adult is not easy. OK, sometimes I just be like, Ma, can I be a kid again? Like, do y'all remember back in the day when you your mama would be like, Oh, you gonna wish you wasn't grown. Why are you rushing to be grown? Like, you need to stay a child as long as you can. And you be like in your head, like, girl, whatever, because I'm ready to be grown. Because I'm tired of you telling me to wash these dishes. I'm tired of you telling me what time to go to bed. I'm tired of you telling me what to do, when to do it, when to do it, how to do it. All of that. Okay, you, you, was, you was tired of that. You was like, I can't wait to get my own place. Well, let me tell you, it ain't no joke. I don't want to pay rent no more, okay? I don't want to pay a mortgage. I don't want to pay rent. I don't want to be grown no more, okay? I just want to be a kid. I just want to live life as a full-time child because being grown is not easy, okay? Uh, I mean, there's some perks to being grown now, you know what I'm saying? But honey, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm over it. I'm over these bills, okay? I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't want to do it anymore. Um, <laughs> but seriously, being an adult is so hard. And as soon as you like 
cross out of your 20s into your 30s, I feel like a light comes on. You're starting to grow. You're starting to like put like childish ways behind you and you're trying to like, you know, become a better person and you're focusing on your future and all these important things. And let me be honest, I really wish you it would have clicked for me like in my 20s because I feel like it would have been a little bit better. But honey, my 20s was a ball. Like I enjoyed my 20s thoroughly. I tell my bestie all the time. You guys have never heard me talk about her pretty much. Um, but my bestie, her name is Molly. She lives in New Orleans. Shout out to my Molly Wally. I love her so much. But me and her, we go back like rocket chairs, okay? We go back like four flats on a car. Like me me and my girl, we are thick as these. I love her. She truly is like my partner in crime, my ride or die, right? And so, y'all, I tell her all the time, I don't know how me and her made it through our 20s. I'm a little bit older than her, but at the time that I met her, she was like actually in college. So I didn't go to college. Um... I just feel like college was not for me. And <laughs> um, she literally, y'all, this is like the funniest thing to me because she was in college, but I felt like I experienced college with her, even though I didn't go. So like all the college parties, all of those different things, I experienced as well with her. And it is like mind blowing to me because even though she was getting up going to class, I was getting up early, like texting her, like, girl, you got to get to class. I got to go to work. I don't know how we made it. Cause I know definitely at some point in my twenties, I definitely was going to work intoxicated. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was still a little tipsy. Okay. Luckily I was not driving. Luckily I would just call me a little cab. Cab would take me to work. My husband would drop me off to work, whatever was going on. Or my friend would come and get me and be like, girl, I'm going to take you to work. I'm pretty sure we went to work intoxicated and she went to class intoxicated. I don't know how we made it through our 20s. Like if I were to drink the way I drink in my 20s right now today, I am going to need the paramedics to come and get me. Okay. Because queen is going to be, she going to beep. She going to be dead. Okay. <laughs> Flatline. <laughs> we y'all going to have to revive girl because I could not make it. I don't understand what kind of stomach I had, what kind of body I had, but honey, it ain't the same. Okay. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed my twenties. <laughs> so now that you're in your thirties, I'm full grown adult. It is just like, Oh my God. Why? 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 I don't want to be an adult anymore. I don't want to pay these bills. Okay. I'm over it. Um, but yeah, so you guys, I have not done an episode. Oh my gosh. It has been what, two weeks now? Because the last time I talked to you guys, I was going to Disney and I had so much fun. So today's episode really is just kind of like a hodgepodge episode because I really don't have a whole lot to just really bring to you guys. I'm just going to bring to you guys whatever's on my mind. There's no script. There's no real show notes. I just have a few little things that I want to hit on and that's it. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's show because it's going to be a little everywhere. And if you guys like me more, just kind of chit chat and let it flow type of vibe versus like me trying to keep it kind of structured. Y'all let me know what y'all think. Yeah. So I also want to say, if you guys aren't following me on my personal page, you guys should. My personal page is Queens Fancy Plans. If you guys are interested in makeup, beauty, fashion. um, Okay. And when I say all of those things, remind you that the persona that I have over on my beauty channel is not the same persona that's over on my planner page. Okay. So, you know, it's two different worlds. So if you, you know, if you kind of like those things, you know, 
you can go over and follow Queen Gem Beauty as well. All of that information will be in the info box. You can, can find that stuff super easy. And I have everything linked in my bio on Queen's Fancy Plan. So you can go straight there to the link and you can find all the places that you can connect with me with right there. Um, and I have updated it. It does need to get one more update because I have a little project I'm working on, which I'm really excited about. But yeah, like I said, you guys, I have not heard, I talked to you guys for like two weeks now. And as you guys can tell, I'm in a really good mood. I got a lot to talk about and yeah, so let's jump in. So first up, went to Disney and we went to Disney's Epcot. A lot of people were like, well, did you go to Disney or did you just go to Epcot? Sorry. Epcot Magic Kingdom Hollywood Studios is all part of Disney. So when somebody says they're going to Disney, it does not matter what park they're going to. It is a part of Disney. So I will just say to kind of specify for you guys, I went to Disney Epcot. You guys had a ton of questions and I do remember a lot of them. So I am just going to try to answer the questions. I can't, you know, go ahead and say like what name or who said or who asked the question. These are just questions that I remember you guys were asking me repeatedly. So first up, first question was, did you go to Disney or did you go to Epcot? Disney's Epcot. It's part of Disney. So I went to Disney as a kid and I remember that it was a school fit trip. And I remember that, um, I remember riding the bus. I remember going there and I remember coming home and I remember the silver ball. That is it. That must, I swear, I even, I've been telling everybody that has got to be the worst trip of my life because I don't remember anything else. I don't remember what was inside the silver ball. <laughs> I don't remember what was at the park at the time. I remember, I don't remember what grade I was in. I don't remember the kids I was with. I remember absolutely nothing from that trip. And it must have was a traumatic experience because I only thing I remember is it was a school full trip and the silver ball. Like I remember nothing else. So when I had this opportunity to go to Disney, you guys know that um, I have a friend here on the planner community. Her name is Ellie. And we've been friends outside of the planner community too. We've been friends for a very long time. She actually works for Disney. So I get the chance to go to the parks for free whenever we chance we do get to meet up and link up with each other. And I get a chance to go to the park with her. So me and her had planned this trip that we would go to Epcot. And we had originally planned that we were going to park hop. That didn't happen. Because of COVID, the parks are open at a really weird time nowadays. So Epcot didn't open until like 11 a.m. Um, and we did a lot of shopping and stuff beforehand. So we didn't get to the park until about 1230. So by the time we got in the park, check-in was super easy. They, you know, I had, she had uh, purchased me a really cute magic band, by the way. Thank you, Ellie. I love the magic band. It's so cute. So we had our magic bands. My magic band is like linked to her account because I normally go with her all the time. So we just walked in, scanned our magic bands. The first thing that they want to do is they want to check your bags. Of course, make sure, you know, if you're setting off the metal detector or just look in your bag, make sure that you don't have any weapons or anything like, um, what are those things called? The little selfie stick. They don't want you to have any of those things in the park. And then of course they, you know, swipe your forehead with a little thermometer scanner, make sure you're not running a fever. Boom. In the park. Good to go. Um, you must wear a mask in the park. Everybody was asking about the mask thing. I felt, 
Okay, so I personally didn't realize at the time that we booked our trip that it was around spring break. And I am, because I am like quarantining or I try to social distance as much as possible, I keep thinking in my head that everybody else is doing the same or other states are doing the same or whatever. Y'all know I live in Florida. It, Florida is a whole planet of its own. We ain't even gonna get into what really happened in Florida for spring break, okay? <laughs> but I was, in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, it's gonna be social, really social distance. It's not gonna be a lot of people in the park wrong there were tons of people in the park but i felt very safe and secure because they had people cleaning up they had people um enforcing the rule of wearing the mask the only person that is not allowed or is doesn't have to wear a mask is your children and they have to be like the age of two and younger if you are three and older you have to wear a mask your mask has to be on your face it has to cover your mouth and your nose and if you cannot comply they will ask you to leave they have notices all through the park about wearing your mask they have people standing up saying hey excuse me ma'am sir can you please put on your mask oh excuse me ma'am sir can you please make sure your child has on their mask properly like they're very very on it you cannot eat or drink walking around you have to be stationary when you're eating or drinking doesn't necessarily mean you have to be at a table but you do have to pull off to the side and eat and drink whatever you're eating they don't even really want you to be eating and drinking while you're standing in line let me just say i felt completely safe at disney and it would be definitely a place that i will continue to be going throughout the pandemic because they are on top of their game and they are not playing about wearing that mask they are not playing about social distancing like they are on it now i will say when the park is more a little bit more crowded it is harder for you to social distance. And when I say that is because when you're standing in a line and you're waiting 40 minutes, you have kids or larger groups. Yeah, they have the markers marked for you to like stand here. And then these people stand here. Sometimes it just, it's hard to do. The kids are crying. They're kind of running around. It's, it's a little hard to do, but I did feel very, very safe. I had on my mask. Um, and I just, I just took my mask off whenever I was like eating or drinking. I even found like my favorite statue, which is over in France because we went for the, uh, garden festival and garden, um, thing. And it was just so beautiful and so amazing. But I found Belle and the Beast. Oh, oh my gosh. It is just everything to me. I, you guys know how I feel about Beauty and the Beast. So I found that. And when I found that statue, like I really wanted to take a photo without my mask because it was like my first time seeing it and stuff like that. But I have personally been victimized <laughs> by COVID. So I was like, girl, you can either get this photo and possibly catch COVID because you want to take your mask off, or you could just take a photo of it. I take as many photos as you want with your mask on and just realize that in this moment, in this time, this is what's happening and this is what's going on but it won't be forever like you'll get to go back and we won't be wearing our mask and everybody will be vaccinated and all this stuff and you'll have a normal time so right now this is just what our life is like right now and i'm trying to keep positive and hope and that things will get better but honestly i had a really great time i ate great food i had fun i had great company like we just had a great day overall and i really enjoyed myself i was a little bummed that we didn't get to park up and go to magic kingdom um i really wanted to like shop at magic kingdom and i didn't get a chance but i did shop over at disney springs and i'm really excited that i get to go back this upcoming week and just kind of go to disney springs and check out other little attractions while i'm there we're going to be celebrating his birthday his birthday is april 6th and so i'm 
really, really excited that we get to do this. And, you know, he's taking off work vacation. We're just going to have a little fun, you know, and I'm so excited about it. You guys can hear in my voice that I am just like, I'm ready to go. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited that we get to have that little bit of time to ourselves. And let me just tell you, it is so important for your mental health because me and him have been really excited. Like once we booked, we've been talking about it nonstop. Like when he comes home, that's like one of the first things that we talk about is like this trip. And I realized is that, you know, we never realized how much that like quarantining and not being able to go anywhere and doing all these things just kind of like put a lot of strain on us, especially mentally. For a person like me, I was leaving my house every week to go plan and I was going out once a month to go to like planner meetups and meeting new friends and all these different things. But when COVID happened, it it really stopped a lot of stuff and it just it's kind of frustrating in a way. And at first I was so strong. I was like, I ain't going to miss it. Cause I really don't like outside anyway, which is true. But after a while you do miss the things that you did do, even if it was just something simple where if you went out to eat dinner every Friday night, at first you couldn't really do those things. And even now a lot of the restaurants are closed or a lot of them are, you know, like super, you know, restrictive about the things that you can do. So it's, it's just been a journey with like the Rona and like a journey in your mental mind and stuff like that. And you never realize like, how much you need a good vacation or you just need a little bit of time away to just breathe and let down your hair and relax and just focus on you. And that's why I think self-care this year has been so important to me. And that is why you guys have been getting some of the podcasts a little, like if I say I'm not doing a podcast this week, it's just because I have been trying to focus on self-care and focusing on where I want to be and my place in this community. And sometimes, you know, this, this, this community is so loving and so awesome but there are moments that it's like, oh, this community, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm over it. And, you know, it's honestly just because, you know, let me hit on this because I don't want this to be how I end the podcast, but I do have to talk about it because of course we're listening to and looking at the George Floyd, um, trial, his murder trial. And we're looking at, you know, I, I, I think in my head, I'm just so upset because this is something that it just seems to be like the black community. We're victimized every time this happens. Like every time it's time for justice, we don't really get justice. And so we're all up in arms. We're nervous. We're anxious. We're worried. And it just takes a toll on you. And, you know, after the past few days, I have just really been upset because, it feels like we're not going to get the justice that George deserves. He deserves justice. He deserves to he he deserves to have justice. His family deserves for him to have justice. And it just seems like we're not going to get that. And it's just so frustrating because when you look at the questions that the lawyers are asking and the way they're saying these things and trying to like downplay his character and the person who he was. And it's like, George is not on trial. This is not George's trial. Um, it, It's just, it's just angering and it's just frustrating. And I feel like some of the women and men in this community don't understand that and don't understand when I say like, we don't want your performative action anymore. They don't understand that. We don't want, I don't want to hear about your learning anymore. Like you don't have to learn how to treat your white counterparts. Why do you have to learn how to treat your black counterparts? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's heartbreaking. Um, 
And I'm sorry if you guys hear noise in the background. I'm going to be honest and real and raw today because y'all, the kids upstairs are killing it. <laughs> they are making all kind of noise. And so I'm hoping you guys don't hear. But it has just been truly frustrating because Derek, Derek Siobhan is the one that is on trial, not George Floyd. George didn't kill Derek. Derek killed George. Like it's it's just so freaking frustrating and angering that how they're trying to downplay his character and they're talking about his drug use and oh well he took these drugs in in March and then he took them again in May and then he had the altercation with the cops and that's what led to his death no you cannot tell me what I saw you're gaslighting me at this point because I know what I saw I watched a murder we talked about it I I did we did a moment of silence because at first we thought that eight minutes and 46 seconds was what the time stamp kind of what we had. And then we learned that it was actually nine minutes and 29 seconds. But even if you sit in a moment of peace, take a moment, take one moment and sit down. Don't say nothing. Don't do nothing. Just reflect in that moment for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And if you don't get up feeling like things have changed inside of you, if you don't feel some type of emotion come from the pit of your stomach. Like if your heart does not, you know, break, you're not feeling like, oh my God, this, this man was murdered. Something is wrong here. And it's clearly that something is wrong. And it clearly that in America, the system is not set up for us. The system is not set up for black people as a whole. And so it just kind of always feels like we get shafted. No, it doesn't feel we do. We get shafted. We don't get the justice that we deserve. And by them making up all these stories and these weird allegations and just like, are you serious right now? And they almost take away. It was really sad because they take away his human side. They're just trying to deem him as some kind of monster, some kind of nasty, evil man who was doing drugs and he was a waste of space. And it's like, I don't care who you are you are not a waste of space. You are one of God's children. Now, don't get me wrong. We know there's some people out there who are truly evil, who are truly nasty, who are truly monsters, okay? And we do not want them around our children. We don't want them around us. I totally understand that, but this is not that situation. And I'm so tired of seeing these type of situations being portrayed as like, his life didn't matter. Her life didn't matter. It's heartbreaking because at the end of the day, it makes me think like I don't matter. And no matter what I say, no matter what I do, even in this planner community, it's almost like this is why I kept saying I don't care about stickers and paper and I can't be this is my happy place. Well, sis, this can't be our happy place if we're not all happy because we're not all happy. We're all some of us are a lot of us, I should say, are miserable. We are heartbroken. We're having anxiety and you telling me that you use this as an escape from the world. Well, let me tell you, I never get a chance to escape from being black. I don't, I don't get a chance to escape from being black. I'm black right now. In an hour from now, I'm going to be black. Guess what? Next week, I'm going to be black. A month from now, I'm going to be black. You know, it's just like, I don't get that break. I don't get that privilege. So 
what do you mean that you come here? But then again, that's that's privilege speaking because you have privilege to say, well, this is just my happy space and I don't I don't talk about politics and I don't talk about these different things here. I come here for planners and stickers. Well, I'm sorry, I don't come here for just planners and stickers. And as long as I have a platform to speak up about the injustice that is going on with black people and with Asian people, I'm going to speak up for the Asian community and I'm gonna continue to speak up for the black community because at the end of the day, yes, I am a black woman, And I am a proud black woman. I would not change one moment of my life of being a black woman. I want the world to do better. I want people to see me, not see, not tell me that you don't see my color because I need you to recognize my color, but I need for you to see me past my color. See past this black girl. Okay. See past this black girl and see the person who I am inside. See that person. See that there's no difference between me and you other than the melanin in my skin. There's no difference in us. And if we can see past those things, that there's no difference in us, that we're all the same. Because let me tell you, if if you were dying on the table and somebody said, "Um, well, you need a blood transfusion, right? And in order to get this blood transfusion, they were to tell you that having this blood transfusion, you you have to get it from two different people, but you don't know who the two people are. Well, one happens to be black, one happens to be white. Are you going to refuse the blood transfusion from the black person? It's going to save your life. Okay? Are you going to take the blood transfusion? You know, like, are you willing to stand so firm on you do not like black people or you do not like people of color that you're willing to die for that? You're willing to die for something so stupid. And again, I ask people, are you ready to stand on the right side of justice? Are you ready to tell your kids and be proud of who you are that said, I stood on the right side. I stood up. I spoke up. I said something because... I have come to terms that I have people in my life who I realize that are racist and don't even know that they're racist. And no matter how much I point it out to them and how no matter how much I talk about it with them, they will never get it. And at the end of the day, honestly, they will never understand being a black person. And a lot of times they even think that being white doesn't benefit them, that they have, (laughs) how privileged are you to tell me that your white privilege doesn't benefit you? How privileged are you? You know, it's, it's those moments that people need to really wake up and really understand that we are struggling out here as a community and we really need help and we need real allies who are willing to come and stand beside us and speak up, stand up and do the right thing. It's not that hard. And again, like I said, George Floyd is not on trial. Derek is on trial. And that's who we should be worried about. That's who we should be convicting of murder. That's who should be spending the rest of his life in jail for murdering a man. That is the facts. That point blank period. As they say, period, poo. Ain't nothing going to change that. That is what we deserve. We deserve justice for George. George's death should not be in vain. Okay? We cannot let his baby girl down. Like... Every time I think about him, I think about his little girl who said, my daddy changed the world. And if your heart don't break when you hear that, she deserves justice for her daddy. So we got to do better, y'all. We got to do better. So with all that being said, let me just go ahead and jump into another topic because I know that that is a lot. Let me just say, let me talk about life a little bit here. Okay, so life for me lately, you guys, has been like, 
I've had highs and lows and I want to say I've been struggling and I've talked about this on live. Um, ever since I had COVID, I've been struggling with like my whole mental mood has been different. Like I was on this weird grind of like, I got to get it done. I'm going to do this. I wasn't missing podcast episodes regularly. Like I was on it, but ever since I had COVID, my mental mind has just shifted and I cannot, for me, it's really hard to get back what I had. And it's so strange. I have been struggling and I almost felt like, okay, maybe I'm crazy, but I, I talked to my friend Katie and I talked to a couple other people and they were like, no, it's not. We've all had like this weird feeling after you have COVID, does it bring out the depression? Does it bring out the anxiety? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I have been seriously struggling lately on the struggle bus and I promise to do better. I definitely promise to do better because I know that I have been letting you guys down with not giving you guys a podcast every week. And this is supposed to be an every week show. And I just have been like feeling uninspired and tired and um, a lot of things reset in my body, which is really crazy because um, I'm about to give drop y'all a TMI and I know y'all like queen why. Okay, so a lot of you guys know that I have PCOS. And during this whole time that I have struggled with PCOS, which has been about 15 years, I have never ever like really had like a cycle normally. So I would only get a cycle like say if I was like um, really, really sick and my fever kind of was a little high, I would get some spotting here or there. Um, but I wouldn't really like have a normal cycle. And most of the time I would have to take like birth control or progesterone or something that would like kickstart my body. But even then my body was still relying on that. Well, I got COVID and so much has changed. And when I say change, I mean change. <laughs> so I knew after being sick in February, I was like, okay, I've had a lot of fevers. I've been really, really sick. I It was expected that I was going to have um, a cycle. And I just knew that was going to happen, right? So it did happen. And I was like, okay, I never really get excited because let me just say, I feel like maybe I don't ovulate. And I, we've tried all those like ovulation kits, all that stuff. And you know, like it's just, it's just a journey and a struggle that you have to kind of like mentally wrap your mind around. And I'm talking about this a little bit because I know that yesterday was April fool's day. And I know a lot of people were like making jokes and saying like, Oh, surprise, I'm pregnant. And then at the end of the day, it was a prank. And you know, at really at some point, that's really not a joke. It's hurtful. And you have to be considerate of people who are going through infertility like me and have PCOS. And this is something that I've struggled with for quite some time. And though it's getting better with time. It is still very, a very sensitive subject for me. It's very hard sometimes for me to talk about. And that is why I have been working on being open and honest and talking about these things um, on my platform, because I know that I am not alone. But sometimes when you're going through this particular journey, you feel so alone. So I don't know what's happening, but my body, I have just been feeling really tired and sluggish. And whenever I go to the doctor and I get my blood work done, he's like, you're fine. So now I'm just trying to say like, maybe it's just my thyroid because I do have a thyroid condition and I know being like super tired can happen when you have a thyroid condition, but it has been like really extreme, especially around like my cycle time. And it's just been driving me insane. And I know this is probably TMI, but we talk about all the things here, especially with 
concerning PCOS and girl stuff. And I just want to say, if there's anybody out there who is struggling with PCOS and struggling with infertility or anything like that, feel free to reach out to me. We can chat, we can talk, we can cry on each other's shoulders because I know that it's not an easy journey. It definitely hasn't been easy for me. And it took me a long time to get into the headspace that I am in because I've had people tell me that I'm selfish because I didn't want kids after 35, but I was trying to be realistic because I am 35, but I'm trying to be realistic because I'm diabetic. And once you hit 35, you're basically in geriatric pregnancy and there's a lot of things that can happen. And with my health not being like, you know, being diabetic and stuff like that, that is a lot that weighed on my mind. Like, I don't want to like bring a child into this world and pass away while trying to bring this child into this world. And now I've left my partner to raise this child all by himself. Like that is not, that is not my dream. That is not my vision. And I have to be realistic. And so, you know, and it's hard when you really want kids and you just know you were meant to be a mom. I have known I was meant to be a mom since like I was the age of five. And here I am <laughs> 30 years later, you know, and I still have, I just still don't have any children. So it is a hard, it is a hard pill to swallow. It is something that I'm really working on. And it's why, you know, honestly, that this year about wellness and mental health has been so important to me because I'm really trying to take care of myself. I'm trying to mend my mind. But lately, it has been such a struggle. And it seems like that struggle got worse because I was doing pretty well and I was super motivated. But right after I got sick, I had like, I almost had like this fear and like this PTSD of like coming into my office is like I was going to catch COVID. And it was because I spent so much time in here beforehand and I had cleaned, I had, you know, sanitized everything and I was just cleaning everything and throwing all things out, things I didn't need and all this stuff. But I just still had this weird feeling of like COVID was going to get me. It was almost like PTSD. And it was just, it was very depressing for a while. And I tried to, you know, conquer that fear and it has gotten better. But I've noticed that I still don't spend as much time in here creating things and doing things. I haven't been on YouTube. You guys just say a prayer for you, girl queen, because I feel like I'm struggling a little bit in that headspace. And this is why like this vacation is so important to me. Like, I hope I just come back fully rejuvenated and like ready to go. I am working on a, a project that I'm really excited about right now. So I will be announcing that to you guys in a few days. So make sure you guys stay tuned to all my social media platforms. But you guys, it has just been a struggle. And I don't know if anybody else is out there struggling. But if you are struggling, definitely reach out to me. I, we can chat. We can talk about it. Because I know... I know it's not easy, you know what I mean? And I know it's not easy to even just talk to people in general because it is hard. You feel judged and you feel like, oh my God, if I share this, people are going to you know, think this about me. But mental health is real. Taking care of yourself is real. And it's okay to be selfish in self-care and take care of yourself and put yourself first. And I've noticed that I've had to do a lot of that this year. And that is why sometimes I don't give you guys a podcast every week. And it's because... I don't want to come on here in a mood or I'm having to fake it or force it because at some point you guys are going to know and you guys don't deserve that and I don't deserve that and I don't deserve to to treat you guys that way. So, you know, I'm just working on bettering myself and figuring things out and trying to figure out like what is going on with my body because this is doing some crazy stuff and the doctors are like, I don't know, girl, you've had PCOS and it's, it's kind of frustrating because a lot of doctors don't really understand PCOS and um, which is a lot of, if anybody doesn't know what PCOS is, is actually polycystic ovarian syndrome. And um, I was diagnosed at like 21, 22. So me being, you know, it's this is like, like almost 15 years of my life that has just taken up 
with this PCOS and now I'm a diabetic and, um, you know, heart, there's risk of heart disease and all these different things that you just, that run through your mind and things that are happening. But right now that is my life and what I'm dealing with and me just trying to figure it all out. But you guys say a prayer for your girl queen. I will say a prayer for you babes out there. And um, we're going to pull through. We're going to kick his ass. Whatever it is, we're just going to kick his ass. Like we're going we gonna to pull through to the other side because I have no choice but to keep going, to keep pushing. Um, and I'm going to be great. Okay. That's, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to be great. So the next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, y'all. And this is probably going to end the show, but I just had to mention because I haven't been in here for two weeks. So I know y'all probably like over it, but I still got to mention it for those of you who know who Derek Jackson is, baby, him and his wife throw it away. I don't want it. Oh no, ma'am. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay. This marriage is almost like a toxic marriage. And I feel like sometimes See, this is why I hate when people look at like online relationships and they're like, oh, that's goals. Oh my gosh, that's goals and this and that and that. And I think I will get into having a conversation about relationships and like dive deep about certain things. But I hate when people look at relationships online and like, oh my God, they're goals. Meanwhile, these people are doing all kinds of stuff behind the scenes that is just trifling, okay? Derek Jackson and got his wife for honey. She looked like she had woke up out. He had woke up about a good nap. Like, baby, get up. I finna make this video. She got on a bonnet. She looking crazy. He up here talking about how he done knocked ankles loose. Okay. <laughs> he done jumped off dresses. <laughs> you know, he done went deep sea diving. I'm trying to use all the things because I know y'all got y'all kids around. Um, he done did all these things, honey outside of their marriage she's sitting up here holding his hand let me tell you let me tell you how queen gets down and i told my this too i was like look as soon as you said you was knocking somebody's ankles loose i would have been like yeah and i was getting my ankles knocked loose too like i we not finna sit up here and play this game i'm sorry i i come from the tip tip for tat like <laughs> you get out there and do something well i'm gonna get out here and do something too like we not gonna play this game like i am just so confused and then she you know they quoting the bible and they quoting scriptures and they doing all these things and i'm like jesus don't want no part of that jesus don't call jesus name do not put jesus the lord god none of none of them okay the spirit nor the holy ghost wants to be part of your foolishness um i just honestly think that people do not take marriage seriously they don't take marriage vows seriously and that's a whole nother conversation like i said i might jump in and tell y'all some stuff okay um but it's why i keep certain parts of my relationship like to myself like y'all rarely see me Mr. Fancy, it's not because like we don't love each other or we don't like each other. It's it's none of that. It's just because I feel like people idolize couples and they get to saying, oh my gosh, that's so cute. And I want to find me a boo just like that. Girl, no, because that boo over there probably sleeping with Tom, Dick, and Harry. No, mm-mm, no, thank you. Like you have to, you cannot base your relationship and your relationship goals on other people's relationships. And Derek Jackson, honey, him quoting the Bible. And then honey, what took the cake for me was after that, it was two things that took the cake after that. Right now I take that back. It was three things. I'm sorry. Y'all after that, the wife came honey with a whole like army fatigue looking suit thing going on talking about, she got on the suit of the Lord. She's ready for battle. And 
she didn't come here to be looking for looks. And I was like, sis, we don't want to hear any of that that you talk about you battling for the Lord because the Lord ain't asked you to battle for this cheating man. No, he did not. Um, I'm sorry. I understand that we're supposed to forgive and we're supposed to love and we're supposed to, you know, honor and cherish. But when all of that stuff has went out the window, I really don't think the Lord really wants you to stand up here and just keep forgiving this cheating man or this cheating woman over and over again. I, I personally just don't feel like that. That was cool. Okay. Then after that, Derek comes and he's talking about himself in third person. And don't get me wrong. Y'all know I talk about myself in third person too. But he was, he did a whole video talking about himself in third person. Like he wasn't, and I, even I got confused. I was like, but ain't you Derek? Or is this another man? Like, who is, who are you talking about? Even I got confused. I was like, is this man gaslighting me? Am I even, I know that he's Derek, but now he's saying this. Is he talking about a whole other person? I'm so confused. What is happening? I started to think the man had multiple personalities. Something was happening. It was so confusing to me. Sir, sit down. Then the lady who originally like kind of put some of the stuff out in blast met up with like the other woman. And honey, you remember when Jada <laughs> told Will at the red table to like, oh, I got an entanglement. This was an entanglement for sure because then he was telling the other woman, Oh, he's so sorry. Like, babe, give me a chance to explain. So, you now you done sat up here and held your wife's hand, or she done held your hand while you done told the whole world that you cheated on her. But then you're gonna go back, you're gonna go back to the other woman, the side chick, the side piece, the mistress, the young Tenerone. I don't know what you want to call them. You're gonna go back over there and then say. You sorry, babe. Let me work it out. Let me explain it. So you still cheating. See, see, this is what this is why I feel like we have got to stop. We as adults have got to stop glorifying these relationships that we see online. Yes, honey, Will and Jada Mary. Yes, they've been married a long time. Oh, this is a perfect couple. Come and find out. She having entanglements. Okay. Look at Quavo and uh, 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 Sweetie. They over here beating on each other in the elevator, which, <laughs> which, which is foolishness. But everybody was so excited for, they're so in love with these relationships. Oh, he bought her a Birkin bag. That Birkin bag is an apology for I cheated on you. That's what that Birkin bag is for. That Birkin bag is like, here's a tissue, boo. Wipe your nose because I still love you. Take that Birkin bag. No, 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 sir. No, 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 sir. Mm -mm. You knocking ankles and I'm getting my ankles knocked loose. Like, that's just what it's going to be. Like, we not finna play this game. I am very much about to play that game. I'm sorry. Y'all can think whatever y'all want about queen. But um, <laughs> we're not going to play this cheating game. I don't want you. I don't want to stay with you if you're cheating. And don't get me wrong. I understand that people make mistakes and all of these things. I understand that. But I feel like you should never put yourself in that in those positions to make those mistakes or do those things. And if you are doing those things, and this is why I say, if a person, I almost take this as, as a boyfriend and a girlfriend, if they cheat, it's something different. It's different to me. Because a husband and a wife, when they cheat on each other, you have now broken your commitment not only to your husband and your wife but you have broken your commitment to god and that is a problem for me and this is why i take marriage very seriously and this is why i say we have got to stop 
saying words or saying certain things to people and not really honoring our commitments. Like your word is your bond and you've sat up here in front of your friends, your family, the person that you love and God and said that you was going to honor, obey and cherish this person, all of these other things. And you out here cherishing other people like mm, make it make sense for me. Okay. The Derrick Jackson thing was a whole mess. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, honey, go get, go get you some tea. Go get some tea and get on get on in the ground, okay? And cock your feet up, you know, put your legs up. Get comfortable. Get real comfortable, honey, because you're going to have a lot of tea to read. And when you get through, you come back and have a conversation with Queen because it, it, it make it make sense for me. You out here cheating, expecting your wife to forgive you. She has forgiven you, and you still doing the same thing. And then have the audacity to come out with a book, how we made it through. No, sir. No, it would have been how she divorced me and left me and took half. Okay, if he had any half to get, no, anybody got time for that. Nobody is playing your games. Derrick Jackson have a whole seat, have a several seats. Okay, y'all, I just can't take it. I can't, I can't take the foolishness. Next up, I want to talk to you guys about. Oh my god, I think I'm gonna go ahead and sneak it because. All right, let me just first say that there will not be a podcast next week, and it's not because I'm feeling some type of way like we just talked about. It is honestly because I'm going on vacation, and a lot of things are, like, prepped, like, last minute, and so I don't want to, like, rush to do a podcast and, like, just throw it up. So, honestly, there's probably not going to be a podcast for next week, but... April is going to be such a bomb month because we are going to have a guest and I'm so excited about this guest and um, she does a lot of magical things and that's all I'm going to say. But yeah, we're going to have her on the show and I'm super excited to have this wonderful magical person on the show and I'm so excited. Um, She is such a sweetheart and so I'm just kind of teasing it a little bit that we're going to have another guest very soon. And yeah, I would love it if you guys maybe like send me a couple of DMs over on Fancy Plans and Things Radio or even email me, email the show. I definitely want you guys to start like tuning in and like giving ideas for the show. I would greatly appreciate it. So you can email me at fancyplansandthingsradio at gmail.com or you can DM me at fancyplansandthingsradio. But I would love to know like what guests you guys think would be really great for the show. Um, I would love some ideas. Help a girl out. Help a sister out. Okay. Um, yeah. So with that being said, you guys, I'm pretty much going to get out of here. This was just kind of like me just talking. I just had a few points that I wanted to come across. Just kind of chit chat with you guys. Literally just have like some girl chat, laugh and talk. And, um, oh, one other thing I have to talk about you guys, I ordered me a weekly passion planner. Oh my God. I'm so excited about it. It should be here sometime next week. You guys will see all the deets of it, but it will be my new wellness planner. And I'm so freaking excited about it. I never knew that I would love having a wellness journal or a wellness planner as much as I do. And passion planner planners have just been awesome in my life. Like I really enjoy using it. And I'm glad that I've come across like new planners to like try out and use. And also I will be trying out um, some Bloom Daily planners. Like I'm so excited y'all about all the things that I get to try out um, this month and that I have been purchasing. And I will share all the goodies with you guys over on my social media, um, especially on on Instagram. And I do think I'm going to come back to YouTube. Don't quote me on that, but I, I'm hoping to come back. And yeah, that has pretty much been the episode this week. I just really wanted to just kind of like update you guys on some stuff, talk about some things that were on my mind and just kind of 
tell you guys that it is okay not to be okay. And it's okay to take the time that you need to like figure things out to work on things. And that's why I've been taking like little breaks in between the podcast. And I hope to be better with that. But I think I feel really good at today, like just sitting down and kind of updating you guys and just kind of like not necessarily having a whole show dedicated to one topic or one thing and just kind of having it structured. It just seems a little bit more comfortable to me to just kind of talk with you guys about all the things. And if you guys like these types of shows where it's not really structured, I'm just talking about all the random deeds, you know, whether it's celebrity gossip or it's about a planner or my trip to Disney or whatever it is. Um, let me know. I would love to know what you guys think of this episode. I've had so much fun talking to you, babes. I hope you guys have an amazing Friday. And with that being said, make sure you take time for you. Make sure you have a good self-care Sunday because I know I will. And I will see you guys the, not next week, but the week after. (laughs) I will see you guys the week after. And until then, stay fancy.